0: This has been one explosive week in wrestling, mainly in the WWE, of course. We got the PWI list. We got all the drama regarding Charlotte and Becky Lynch. But let's, of course, start with Crown Jewel on this past Thursday. And normally, I'll be honest, I normally don't look forward to the Crown Jewel events and everything because the cards are whack or it doesn't have a lot of momentum and a lot of stuff's thrown together. But it's like I think we like talked about this whenever we did our predictions and everything. This card was stacked, so it's like Kayla, what was your match of the night from the event? Um, man, you had to ask me. Um, sorry, no.
2: Um, first of all, I want to say the I thought every match was you know was legit on fire. I mean, it was. But um, I will say. Edge and Seth's match—they tore that, they tore that place down inside that hell in a cell. Um, and the fact that Edge turned around and used the curb stomp on Seth, like ha ha, I can do it too, um, was awesome. A little turn of the twist. Um, but honestly, if I had to say my match of the night, it was very personal on both ends because it was probably one of the hardest matches for me to choose in a long time um but I stuck by him at the very beginning because like you said he's it's always been his dream you know he needed the single push and he's got it was probably the king of the ring for Xavier Woods and Finn Balor I mean I knew who was going to win but you know a little part was like maybe Finn might pick this up and it was like no I want Xavier you know it was like really hard but you know it's the fact that he's finally you know king of the ring congratulations Xavier um you well done, um, and, uh, don't get some kind of crazy king music like Baron Corbin did, please, keep this new day, what, well, anyway, but, um, congratulations, I'm very proud of you, you well deserved, and now, Kofi, um, we need to get you, uh, we need to get you some kind of gold going there, maybe Xavier will let you use a saber, or wear his robe or something, help, or something, but, <laughs>
1: scepter it's a scepter a saber is a sword (laughs) whatever
2: (laughs) there's a big difference okay give kofi a lightsaber there we go
0: better (laughs) (laughs) oh man honestly it's like i think kofi might want to take a little bit of a backseat on this i mean yeah it's like biggies wwe champions xavier's king of the ring and everything kofi might want to take a little bit of a backseat for once and just let xavier have his moment to shine too mm-hmm. and everything so and i think he
2: will so especially with his wife being you know pregnant congratulations on the baby girl by the way
1: kofi so he might who knows or you know they can just go for tag team gold
0: that's well, too. That, yeah that too. it's like usos in the new day park whatever I, like 1, I, look,
1: I, I do not care this whole like oh WWE just keeps putting on all these same matches I see the same fucking matches on AEW all the fucking time too, motherfucker shut the fuck up but when it comes to people that are are ring soulmates fight forever bro fight for fucking ever right so, so I'm gonna my match tonight the night was actually the women's triple threat okay um Don't get me wrong, Edge and Seth set the table, but that women's triple threat, every time you thought somebody was down and out, kick out, or punch out, or however they got out of it, and everybody's like, oh my god, Becky cheated. No, Becky was fucking smart. It's a triple threat. No rules. No rules, motherfucker. Do it. She was the smart one. Yep. Either pinfall or submission. That is it. Doesn't say you can't use the ring ropes. She was fucking brilliant. But I mean, that match had comedic value. It had suspense. I mean, the comedic value, when they both caught Becky and their shit, that was hilarious. That shit was fucking hilarious. But one other thing, um, congratulations to Jessica Carr as well, being the first female referee to match to do not one, but two matches that night so that was awesome but yeah no my match of the night was even though I really enjoyed the Seth and Edge match um the the history behind the women's match meant more uh to me personally and like and Xavier and um Finn was also an amazing match as well so it's just like there were so many matches you could honestly pick that could have been the match of the night even the Goldberg match was decent Which is shocking. Exactly. Oh, my my God. God. It it was like, I I was, I did miss the Mansoor, um, the start of the uh, Mansoor-Ali match. But that's a surprise. Hello, motherfucker. I can't believe he said that. That was great. That
0: was brilliant. That was awesome. (laughs) Oh, man.
1: All right, Kat, what was your match of the night?
0: They were all so good and everything, but it, even though it was the start of the night, it's like I gotta give it to Edge and Seth because it's like you love the finale of a trilogy and everything. Jessica Carr, like yeah, she was like that was like one of the matches she did like first first women to ref a match uh, in Saudi Arabia and it's a hell in a cell and Edge even gave kudos to her for how how she's breaking down walls and so but anyways, it's just like. Those boys got creative, it got crazy. Everything I love about a Hell in a Cell match and everything. So it's just like uh, but yeah, no, it's like the whole the whole card was just like awesome from start to finish. Even the Queen Queen's Crown Final. How
1: she got, oh. was able to do the code red and like Dewdrop is a big girl. Yeah. And she flipped her. And all hail Queen Zelina. I'm sorry. Uh, I, I had Zelina Vega picked day one after me too, me too. Me too. I mean, I had a face and the heel picked, but I they would normally do pick the heels to win the king of the ring. So I kind of felt that they probably would have uh, picked the, a heel for the queen of the ring or a queen's crown. So that's why I was kind of happy that, you know, Xavier one because I I do not see them turning him heel anytime soon. Mm. If they do, they better turn all New Day heel. Just saying, it can't just be one. Yeah,
0: I know, right? That's like odd. It'd be kind of like breaking them
1: up, which would be Mm -hmm. bullshit.
0: Okay, Riddle coming out in a camel on a camel.
1: Okay, but can we first talk about the fact that the camels just stood there during the fucking pyro? What shit have they seen? Where there are Makes that. Makes you
2: wonder, right? They were calm <laughs> as fuck, man. It was, like,
1: it was like, I thought I was looking at a pack of camel cigarettes from back in the day with Joe Cool on the front, just like fucking chill as hell. And, then, and this motherfucker decides, I'm going to ride one of these bitches. And and Orton was just like, what
2: the fuck is he? Apparently doing? he had connections. Did you hear? see that interview?
1: No. There, oh, was yeah.
2: a- <laughs> there was an interview, and he's like, how did you manage to ride a camel? And, um, He says, man, I got connections with people or whatever. And he says, man, you got connections everywhere we go. You know people. He says, yeah. He says, what do you got over here? Rent a camel or something? He says, nah, (laughs) I got connections and I want to name them Scooter. So I rode Scooter to the ring or whatever. And they were talking and uh, I have to find the video and send it to you. My mom found it. It was like behind the scenes interview. I think it has like Zelina's on there. And then they have Orton Riddle after him. He goes, they go, camels? Titles and something else. He said, "Yeah, we're good." <laughs> it was it's funny, but yeah. Apparently, he has he had connections. What was it? Oh, they're talking about the street profits, and uh they used to have the match. And then he says, "Yeah, we want this. We got the smoke, camels, and titles." Yeah, we're good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I, I actually i I can see Riddle having like legitimate connections in Saudi due to his. Uh, UFC days so because they they that, performed they performed a lot over there.
0: That okay I could I could definitely see that and everything. Alright, so with big events, you know a certain infamous so called quote unquote journalist loves to do his fucking rankings.
1: <sighs>
0: yeah. I don't I, know about some of these.
1: I mean they were kind of on point ish oh real I mean the bigger matches I mean I would have raised like you know the Zelina Vega match a little bit higher I I wouldn't given it a two I would have given it a solid two I would have given it a two and a half just for the the code red alone okay um I mean I I did miss the Goldberg Bobby Lashley match I'm sorry I had to get ready for work the Mansoor match deserved to be a little bit higher just because of the historical context. But I was actually shocked that he gave the women uh, the triple threat a good one because he hates Becky and he hates Sasha. And I'm pretty sure he hates Bianca too because he's a racist twat. Yeah. But it's like, but it's
0: like
1: some of these guys, it's like, okay,
0: so it's like Edge and Seth, four, four, uh, four and three quarters. Ali That's and a- Mansoor, three and three quarters. Uh, the tag team match, uh, three, Drop, and Selena, one and a quarter, uh, Lashley and Goldberg, three and three quarters, Finn and Woods, uh, three and a half,
1: Biggie and Drew, four and a quarter, uh, Triple Threat, four, Roman and Brock, three. I probably would have given the women a five, Edge and Seth a five and a half and that's a good solid three, three and a half. I uh, would have, like I said, I would have raised most of them up uh, either half or by a full point. That's yeah. all. I mean, like I said, he it wasn't horrible like some of his he usually are. Yeah, what do you think, Kayla? Must have been smoking that good Kush.
2: No, I was just sitting there. Think I was reading over the matches as um you were saying it. Um, I will agree with Seth and Edge. I mean, you know, honestly, that would should be about five, maybe like Joey said, five and a half. Ali and Mansoor, um, pretty much what he said. Omos and Styles and RK Bro, I would give it a four because those four in the ring is just fun. You know, see how they enter, you know, it's just what they were doing. They were making it fun. Um, Zelina and Drew Dop, just because of history being made of the first ever Queen's crown, um, I'd give that match a five. Um, Lashley and Goldberg, I'd give it a four. Finn and Woods have another been a history making moment. Um, would get a five for my opinion. Um, Biggie and Drew, great match between those two. Those two tore it up. I wish there could have been both of them winning because the respect that they gave winning each other at the beginning of the match and at the end of the match was awesome. Um, that one's actually cool where it's at. Becky and Sasha and Bianca would definitely be a five-star match. And Roman versus Brock. I'm going to give it three and a half because it's just the fact. I'm i kind of confused. Was Brock, not Brock, was Paul trying to help Brock or was he trying to help Roman there? Because, I mean, he just... We don't know. Just, we
1: we just don't do know. That- and <laughs> they, they, they said that that was the most perfectly placed title like I want to know how many times he practiced that because that was perfectly in the middle it It could not have gone any better um but speaking of roman speaking of Roman, ladies, you're feuding right now there's, yeah there's a big, big, big series happening where you've got the. The Houston Cheaters versus the Atlanta Braves, and apparently everybody in America... Astros!
0: Astros! Astros! Astros.
1: I'm sorry, the Asterix. Houston Asterix. Um, That apparently everybody outside of Texas is apparently Atlanta Braves fans, except for everybody from Philadelphia that doesn't give a fuck. So, I I have thought that you guys should have a little friendly wager, and this this is what I've come up with. If... The asterisk win. Miss Kayla is going to have to do something, and then Miss Cat, if the Braves win, is going to have to do something. So for Kayla, I've come up with this: she will have to, in a nice way, not in a sarcastic, bitchy, cursy way, acknowledge the head of the table. But see, Cat, Cat's been a little bit harder for me because you know. She really doesn't talk about a lot of wrestlers that she hates. She really only talks about wrestlers that she likes. So I've devised a little a little thing for her that she's going to hate. Ooh, what? She is going to have to say everything that has been wrong with Ember Moon. You have got to talk bad about her runs. Both in NXT and in WWE have you lost your fucking line? yes I have because I'm a Philadelphian baby I'm fucking psycho
0: okay I can understand it if it's about a wrestler that's like from wherever and everything Oh you're no, t- you're talking about a girl from my whole fucking state
2: well thank goodness she changed the whole carrying cross thing she wanted me to do I mean I'm trying to get the dude to follow me at least she gave me Roman Reigns I can do that one Astros, you better pull this off. Oh my God. Braves, come on, come on, come on. Make it shine, Braves. We need this.
1: And I'll tell you right now, I don't give a fuck.
0: No, no, no. She's just going to sit back and watch uh, me and Kayla go crazy for the next week.
1: And the best part about this cat is that while Kayla has to acknowledge Roman, both in tweet form from the EDF wrestling podcast page, uh, the Queen's Takeover uh, page. She's also going to have to do it from her own page and on the podcast. You, my dear cat, has to write the hit piece on Ember Moon.
2: Ooh, so I just got a tweet, so. Ah.
1: No, no, you have to tweet it and you have to say it and you actually have to have a nice presentation about it. And if you don't do it, then you will have to do the negative hit piece on Carrying Cross. So I've got I've got backups baby. See, I have nothing to lose in this. This is this is something that I am just going to sit back and enjoy. So get-
0: this is what's wrong with Philadelphia fans. They are cynical, <laughs> they are nuts. And it's like whenever their team's not involved, they come up with those, the most sadistic maniacal ways to get back at their friends who have some who do have something to gain out of the out of
1: what's left. Hey, not my fault I, that Dodgers lost. I mean, um, I mean, I feel bad for your husband. You've been gloating for the past couple of days. All he's those fine. Pig- okay.
0: He's, he's, he's fine because it's like, honestly, it was like the last, I mean, he's okay. Y'all understand. Okay. For those who don't know, my husband, Steve moved to. Houston, like right after Ike, which would have been like September 08 Okay, he's been here for thirteen years, so it's like he's used to the Houston teams. But of course, he's a homebody as well. So he's actually been—he was actually a little torn between out the whole series and everything. Yes, he would have liked the Red Sox to make it to the World Series. If not, I mean, he's—he's he's fine. He was bummed at first. He's fine.
1: So how I know bum- he's gonna be- how bum must be when all four of his teams lost him one day.
0: Yeah, that was horrible. <laughs> and right now the Rockets are playing the Celtics and uh he's not too happy with the Celtics so far. So it's been it, it's been a very interesting uh sports time for him the last couple weeks. All right. Moving <laughs> on, on. Back on. Back on track. Yeah, back on track. All right, speaking of drama, after Miss Becky Lynch retained at Crown Jewel, they set up a title swap on Friday Night Smackdown. In the main event hour everything looked like could go wrong possibly went wrong with that at first but then it got back on track and everything and then come to find out a whole lot of nonsense has been going on backstage
1: jolie you love them both from every article that i've been reading and uh mr keller uh, i think his first name's wade I'm not 100 sure he's one of the last articles that has come out You know, it seems that everybody was actually originally putting all the negativity onto Becky because she was the one that came out with the Becky Two Belts uh, promo and all that stuff. And as it turns out, it seems to be all on Charlotte. Honestly, I am, like I said, I have been tore up about this. This has been very upsetting because, you know, I've read her book, I've read Charlotte's book, I've. I've seen what she's gone through, you know, especially with her brother and her father and all that stuff. And I'm sorry. I, I just don't, I, I honestly, you know, want to know is this another Page and Del Rio situation? Is this like that? Is, you know, Andrade being out, you know, it's, it's causing friction. We, you know, they, they, you just, I just want to know, like, I, I'm one of the type of people that uh wants the truth and you know part of me was like all right this has to be a work right we all thought this was probably just a work they're they're just starting shit because of survivor series all right that's perfectly fine that that's that's fine i don't see the title changing hands at least for raw before survivor series because survivor series is in a month you know we're going to get the teams and all that fun stuff But now I can honestly see, uh, Charlotte losing the title on SmackDown because I I don't think we want that, that, that shoot fight right now. Um, you know, it's coming out from backstage that Becky was in the right, you know, she was supposed to throw the title, but not that hard, but Charlotte wasn't supposed to drop the title. Like she really made Becky look stupid. Um, and I get that, you know, there are rumors that Charlotte wanted to put Bianca over. Understand mm-hmm. that that that's that's good. Um, I mean, Becky wanted to do the same thing with Shayna. You know, unfortunately, getting through the Vince is like getting through a brick wall in a car. You can't do it. You damage it, but you can't get through it. Um so I have, like I said, I've been up about this, and like because I'm actually really worried about uh Charlotte. She she seemed very, very not right not there um and i just i i don't know what's going on i mean of course we don't know what's going on we're not backstage we're not there but when this is coming out of multiple sources and you got multiple people saying this and it's just it it doesn't sit right and now they're saying that their friendship has been strained ever since the plastics comment back in 1819 before Wrestlemania 35 um then why did they have her do that the the Becky uh 24 whatever her that what the Becky was I'd her she said how do you tell your best you know best friend she's gonna do something like so if it, it, something is not clicking right with me because there's been like, oh, we're still friends. You know, it's just, we've just separated. Because that's what she said. She never mm-hmm. said that, you know, they had like, you know, stopped being friends. She said, we just drifted apart. You know, we st- we're still friendly with one another. And this was back at SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. So now this also, like, if you look at some of the um, sloppiness in ring that Charlotte has had, at first we thought it was Nia's fault. I still think it was Nia's fault, that uh, one hit that she did and caused charlotte to flip her shit in that match but like you know she's been sloppy she was sloppy in the bianca match last week she got kicked in the face by bianca because she came up too soon and it's it's whatever is going on like i said we don't know the old situation but a lot of people are painting becky in the right now everybody's saying well she shouldn't have said that plastic joke she shouldn't make body shaming jokes or anything like that number one When you're told you have to say something by Vincent Kennedy McMahon, no matter how much it hurts you and pains you, you still say it. You have to get paid. You have to keep your job. And she probably had to say it to, you know, keep in the match and in the main event. That's plain and simple for WrestleMania 35. So, you know, and it's a character. And if people can't, if, all right if you can't differentiate from playing a character from playing a role and you know and you let what a character says about you hurt you you don't act like a fucking spoiled child three years later you don't now if that's not the reason then okay but still you don't it's like what like like, you know The Rock and Kevin Hart are playing a movie, and Kevin Hart, just as a character, throws all these insults towards The Rock. The Rock isn't going to be upset about it because it's a character. Now, I get it. Charlotte Flair is a character that Ashley Flair strives to be like. She has said that in multiple interviews. You know, that's her, her armor. But... It's just frustrating that you're that they're now saying, oh, this is stemmed from three years from words that were said in tweets and then stopped. You know, after, the you know, something came up about it, Becky, no more, didn't know more body shaming. She didn't. So, I mean, technically, Charlotte started the whole body shaming when she shamed Becky. Like she I believe that she said something about Becky first about like, you know. Like, the way that she looked, and then Becky shot back. It was a stupid way of starting the feud, to be perfectly honest. But I'm sorry, women have body shamed each other so many times that WWE, it's not even fucking funny. So, uh, that's just one thing that just irks me. Like, I even, like, said, like, you know, I see where they're coming from. Like, you know, making the joke, but, like, I didn't like it at the time either. Um, but, yeah, no, this whole situation has gotten completely out of control the locker room is apparently behind Becky and not behind Charlotte and it's going to be a very 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 interesting Friday to say the least because if you notice like Sonia looked uncomfortable Michael Cole looked uncomfortable though I think he was holding his head down because he was getting yelled at by Vince because apparently they said Vince was irate so um And I give Becky fucking props because she flew 18 hours with Seth and a baby spent the day in Riyadh flew back 18 hours with Seth and a baby and went right to work. That woman is a fucking goddess. Everybody that flew and went right to work. uh, 1000% props to them. 1000% props to everybody that went right to work and, Fought in a match like Drew did against Sami Zayn, or the Mansoor Ali rematch. You know, props to everybody that did that because that is one hell of a flight. That's that's thirty six hours to and from, and y'all are fucking tired as hell, and you still put on one hell of a fucking match. Matches those night, you know, one hundred percent props to all of them. And um on a side note, um, Adam Pierce, get better pants. I figured I would end the segment, my segment, with like you know a little bit of a laugh because this is a very serious subject.
0: Because
1: right. a lot of us have like Char Lynch, you know, we wanted them to be tag champs together. Like I've wanted them to be tag champs when when they brought it in. I want the Four Horsemen to work together, and you know, at least I will always I will say this. At least I had I know Sasha, Bailey, and Becky are still fucking strong because both Becky or both Bailey and Sasha have said that they are aunties. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and you know, I think what's whatever is going on with Charlotte, with Ashley, because it's not a character; it's a person. They figure their 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 whatever is out. Whether they need to go to therapy, whether they need to take time off, clear their heads. Whether it's jealousy because they feel that they should be revered like their father was. You're not Rick, honey. Yeah, you you were forced down as, like, you are Rick. But I'm sorry that the fans aren't behind you like they're behind Sasha, like they're behind Bailey, like they're behind Becky. It sucks. But you have a core fandom that still loves and supports you. And you've got that four-horse one fam- fandom that's always going to love you. You know, there's people that are always going to cheer for you. Okay, yes, I heckled a little child. Rooting for Becky, that was rooting for you, but she kept staring at me at WrestleMania. What's she gonna do about it? I'm gonna fucking heckle you, kid. The mom it was left. La-
0: it would it, it would be Jolie heckling a kid, right?
1: Okay, so here's the the little kid kept she, this little girl kept throwing her sign at me. She had a Charlotte sign, so she's like going like this whenever I was cheering for Becky. So the little kid <laughs> fucking deserved it. <laughs> How old was she? 10, 11. Her mom was laughing at her. Because <laughs> her mom was rooting for Becky too. Oh my god. <laughs> That's crazy. Oh lord.
2: Kayla, <laughs> you want anything to that? Like I said, like you said, only our jester would... Ha- um, she pretty much covered it, but like you said, only our jester will hackle a child throwing a sign at her. Right? She's always.
1: Okay, you you say that when somebody's going after Carrie and her Finn.
2: Oh, it'd be on
1: exactly. <laughs> and don't even get me started on you fucking crew heads. You guys are some of the worst in the fandom. I'm I'm being one hundred percent fucking honest. Sasha, what? Sasha crew. Oh my god, some of y'all were so fucking negative to like little kids. I was like, what the fuck? Okay, I I don't speak for all the crew. So exactly. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I, I I don't speak for all the crew and everything because it's like, nah. I, I, Some of I, y'all I, fucking crazy. <laughs> Fans on IWC are usually crazy, so there you go. All right, all right. All right so also this week and everything, I, I told y'all this is this was a fucking crazy week and everything. So this week PWI came up with their uh, women's top 150 list. Now, first off i looking at this list, the top 10 list and everything. I need to l- learn more about stardom. Cause it's like, I'm looking at some of these women on this list. And I'm like, uh, who, 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 who? Oh man. But the number one on the list, Bianca Belair, well-deserved. If there was any case for who could have been number one, other than Bianca, I would say Deanna Prazo because she had a hell of a year as well. But, um, Let's see. Number one, Bianca Belair. Number two, Utami. And I'm not even going to prenu- try to work on that last name first from stardom. Uh, number three, Diana Perrazzo. Number four, Britt Baker. Five, Thunder Rosa. Six, Sasha Banks. Uh, seven, Siri from stardom. Eight, Io Shirai. Nine, Tom Nakano from stardom. And then ten, Raquel Gonzalez. Kayla, top ten, right? Problems, what?
2: I would honestly keep it the way it is, except for Britt Baker. In my opinion, if you're gonna put her in the top ten, she needs to be number ten, and everybody else moved up. I don't see Britt Baker being at number four. Um, because I mean, yes, yeah, she is. She is AEW Women's Champion, but she hasn't really, she hasn't really worked for anything by herself lately. If you've not seen you have Rebel, then she's got Jamie Hader, you know, coming in at her sides. Um other than that, um, like the stardom, I didn't know anything about that until I saw it, looked at some of those matches online. You talk about NXT and them kicking ass. Those girls kick ass. So, you know, if you haven't looked them up, definitely find some their clips and stuff online. Um I definitely like I said I agree drop Brick Baker down the 10 and move everybody else up. Um but Bianca Belair, definitely well deserved. Um kinda it was nice to see Becky return at SummerSlam and take your title. Um I kinda wish she had a little bit longer run, but her uh she'll get another one, which yeah. I hundred percent positive she will. Um but everything else well deserved um like you said if anything else was a change i'd move up diana perrazzo as number one too if i had to choose um Mm -hmm. as well so because she's been killing an impact i'm I'm trying to you know get into impact a little bit there congratulations to all the um new champions by the way i saw some of that stuff online Mm -hmm. um other than that I wouldn't really change anything about it other than dropping Britt Baker at number 10 and moving everybody else up one.
0: yeah it's like uh, Britt Baker's too high and everything because it's like it's only her star power and star presence Um, that's the only reason why she's so high and everything because she hasn't really done enough ring work to deserve that and so but um, yeah
2: according to to Ruby Soho she's like every other girl um, running her mouth and screwing somebody in
0: the back there you go (laughs) (laughs) i love i love that promo and everything um let's see as much as i love raquel as far as like being from texas and everything swap her out i don't think she really not top 10 maybe top 15 definitely not top 10 and everything um yeah and then thunder rosa Besides like all the work she's been doing on AEW, just like all the work she's been doing outside AEW and everything, that's like, nah, Rick Baker should not be ahead of her at all. All right.
1: Jolly, go. First things first, congratulations to Tiffany or um yes. for getting on AEW Dark. Yes. And yes, fighting yes. Jamie Hayter. So congrats on that. Uh well yes. deserved for a awesome person that we've had on the show.
2: Mm-hmm. <clears throat>
1: Okay, I would keep Bianca number one. I would keep every Japanese star where they're at. I'm not even going to try to butcher their names. Um, Diana Perrazu can stay where she's at. Uh, Thunder Rosa can move up. Britt Baker can go. Raquel can go. And I would move up. Um, definitely Rhea Ripley. Because she has had one hell of a year. And... oh. And I don't know who else, like I, I said, we would just move everybody else up one, but Rhea deserved to be in the top 10. And you know what? I'm um, actually, you know, I know who else she deserves to be in the top 10. Uh, Charlotte, because she has had one hell of a beginning of 2021 until now. Mm-hmm. Uh, tag champ, raw champ, busting her ass, holding the company together during the, when Becky wasn't there and Sasha wasn't there and Bailey being hurt, Um, you know as much as this backstage diva uh, that she's acting like um she still is one hell of uh athlete one hell of a performer one hell of a storyteller in ring and she does deserve to be up there um but yeah so i'm I'm actually pr- like i put ria and charlotte up there um and that's about it because i just feel that they deserve it more than raquel and uh Britt baker Britt baker can go back to the end of the line I'm sorry. I don't know what is so fucking special about Britt Baker. Um, Ruby Soho can wrestle circles around her. Uh, mm-hmm. And, yeah, Chris Statlander is better than her. And I don't even really watch AEW. I just, I just watch some of Chris's stuff. And, you know, this whole DMD is so fucking annoying. You're not your boyfriend. You, you. You do not have the charismatic abilities as Adam Cole, baby. I'm sorry, you don't. You're about as flat and limp as a fucking noodle. I'm sorry. Like, no. I would rather watch Brandy wrestle over you. And that's not saying much. I don't get me wrong, I love Brandy. I do, but she's not that great in ring.
0: Yeah.
1: And I would tell <laughs> She, Brandy ever came on this show and said, you said this, I said, ma'am, I said, ma'am, if I saw you improve in the ring, I will say, but if I see somebody that acts sloppy, I will say that too. I am, I have no filter. I'm sorry. I don't.
0: No, you don't. Like If
1: if we ever got Cody Rose, I'm like, look, dude, I told you I love you. I love you and Brandy. I think you're two of the greatest people I've ever met outside in, in, uh, at a con. You're two of the awesome, most nicest people I ever met. You held my hand while I cried, but you acting like dumbass bitches at the moment. You you're pretending to be the Ms. And Maurice and you ain't Ms. Maurice. Focus on your company, focus on yourselves, focus on your family. Stop trying to branch out. But with that being said, I, Thunder Rosa does need to be higher on that list. Um where was she again? Five. Yeah, no, she she's top three because of running her own company, running her what she's doing with Mission Pro, doing all the independent circuits. Working her ass off. Um, don't get me wrong, Deanna Parazzo has been doing the same, but she hasn't been like like thunder. Uh, Rosa has just been putting everything out there. And, you know, you have to respect everything she's doing because that woman is probably dog ass tired, especially after kicking LaGreca's ass half the time.
0: I know, right? Okay. I
1: mean, th- that alone is worth the top three. Kicking De La Greca's ass is definitely top three.
0: I am so mad I missed that show. I was going to go to that show, but I'm so mad I missed it. And I'm, I'm actually mad I missed last night's Mission Pro show. Okay, speaking of, um, updates from Mission Pro last night. Congratulations to the Renegade Twins for being Mission Pro's first ever tag team champions. And congratulations to our friend Jasmine Allure. She did win the Mission Pro championship last night, but only held it for a couple minutes because the former champion, La Rosa Negra, was pretty pissed off that she had outside interference help and beat her up and everything. And then Holla came in and swooped in and got her uh, cashed in her title shot. So it was kind of like a little money in the bank type thing that happened last night. So Jasmine won the title last night, but she only held it for a couple minutes. So it was a lot going
1: on. It was, it
0: was a lot going on. Last night, because I was like trying to keep up online, and and I was so mad about missing last night because I I've been haven't been feeling good off and on this week and everything, and I'm so mad because Jordan was in town, Jordan Blade was in town, she was at the show last night. I was so mad because I really wanted to meet her in person. oh I was I was so mad. I've been I've been feeling like crap off and on this whole week and everything, so it just didn't work out for me going last night. So it's like. Ugh. next time girl next time so but yeah there was a lot going on last night and everything all right so I'm done with my list and before we write Kayla what the hell's up with these lists you made us uh do
2: um I just thought we'd do a little fun um between the three of us so I had Jolie and Kat myself did it as well Write down Because we all have dream interviews of who we would love to interview on our podcast. So I had them write 16 wrestlers down of they would like to have on the podcast. And then one non-wrestler who they like to interview. Somebody that could come on and basically talk shit about wrestling and stuff. Just like the wrestlers that are fans of them. Then I had them. Then we wrote down five wrestlers of our co-host and plus who they think they would pick as a non-celebrity to interview so with a little fun
1: we're going to start wait 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 non-celebrity i thought you said celebrity
2: no i mean sorry non-wrestlers i like a yes yeah, what i meant sorry non-wrestler so let's say okay so want- wait, wait,
1: wait 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 so now this 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 non-wrestler celebrity that we want to come on has to talk about wrestling not Is necessarily
2: it- but they could be a fan of it. They could, you know, it's anybody who you want to interview.
1: Okay, because that confused me. All right, thank you.
2: Yeah. Okay. So what's with the what's the five extra? The five extra. You're basically supposed to pick five for me and five for Jolie. Like, oh, okay. Jolie would have done, you're basically saying, how well do you know your co-host? I mean, we've doing this for almost two years. How well do you really know them? Oh, and right, your, right, right. Okay. And your list is basically see how close they can get. Like you would say, for example, we start,
1: you yeah. would say
2: the five you have for me and I would mark it off. And then at the end, once we've all gone, we would compare lists and see how well you did. You know, something fun. Okay, okay, okay. All right. Jester, who are the five? For Kat did you have on the list? Did you think she would love to interview? Then I'll go to Kat. Didn't you
1: Alright? So Kat is um Keith Lee, Ember Moon, Sasha Banks, probably Thunder Rosa, and maybe um hmm. Trying to think if there's anybody I didn't have a fourth one be- or a fifth one just because I picked everybody that I think she'd want to interview. <laughs> <laughs> um so let's see. Maybe Ray Mysterio, four okay. of the five. Four
2: okay, or five. four or five. Okay, um, for a cat, me and Jolie pretty much have the same. I said Keith Lee, Mustafa Ali, Ember Moon, Sasha Banks, and Big Swole.
0: Five of
2: five. <laughs> All right, cat.
0: Okay. Uh, start with Jolie. Okay. Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair, Lita. I can't think I can't think of any more
1: for her oh you got two okay
0: <laughs> yeah I can't think. yeah it's like it, Kayla's is easier because it's like you're such a conglomerate because it's like you love all of wrestling I mean the ones, the people you talk about the most are like Becky the four horse women and everything oh well, hell I could have done the other four horse women. Oh,
1: okay. actually I only had Becky on my list to be perfectly honest Oh. oh
2: okay, okay, so oh okay so I got Becky Lita. Okay. So mine's probably gonna be hard. Okay. <laughs> Mine for Jolie. Becky, Charlotte, Tommy N, Adam Cole, and I had Pat McAfee.
1: You had two. You had uh Becky and Malachi Black. <sighs> Damn.
2: <laughs>
1: so So this is my entire list. I had Dexter Loomis, Malachi Black, Selena Vega, Johnny Wrestling. Uh, Thunder Rosa, AJ Lee, Becky, Beth Phoenix, Champa, William Regal, Mick Foley, Lita, Mia Yim, Sonia, Molly Holly, and Edge.
2: Okay. Kat, uh, was, what was your whole list, as
0: we've already heard? Okay. Uh, uh, let's see. Batista, Keith Lee, Sasha Banks, Ember Moon, Mia, Mia Yim, Mustafa Lee, Big 12, Bianca Belair, Street Profits, New Day, John Moxley, Lita, Thunder Rosa, Raquel Gonzalez. Um, I had to bullshit the rest of the list. Uh, Jungle Boy and Shotsie. Cause I could, I I got the fourteen, and I was like, well, who else?
1: Who else? I was like, oh no, no, no,
2: <laughs> All right, Jester, who is my five?
1: Uh, Finn Balor, Carrying Cross, Scarlett, Moxley, and Chris Statlander.
0: Five for five. Cat, can I repeat some of those? I got to do five fresh
2: oh. ones. Huh? Try to try to fight for some fresh ones, even if they're not in your list. Try to just kind of see what you can do.
0: Okay. uh let's see i'm gonna do alexa bliss bailey live lita Hardy boys got
2: one out of that oh fuck <laughs> but here's my full list well we... jolie took a lot of mine all right here's my full list before we jump onto the non and i cannot one of these names i cannot believe you didn't think of two of them on here Cat. uh-oh what Becky, Charlotte, Sasha, Finn, Carrie and Cross, Natalia, Cody, Brandy, Mojo, Chris Statlander, Sunny Kiss, Scarlett, Renee Praquet, John Moxley, and the awesome the Miz.
1: See, but yeah. you would only want to. You would only want to interview Sunny Kiss to ask him why he blocked you. No,
2: <laughs> no, it would not be. That'd come out after later. He wouldn't be on the podcast. <laughs> okay you're, you're right
0: you're right some of those it's like brain dead how did i forget natalia and just like uh Ms. and just mojo how we've been how trying you to get, get him
2: yeah we've been trying to get him on here he ain't replying to tweeting or liking or anything
0: i um, think i even tried to dm on instagram and that, that didn't I think even i work. did the same
2: thing i even commented on the post okay right. this might be a little tricky cat <laughs> Who was my non-celebrity? You think I will uh, well non-wrestler that I would like to have on the podcast? Do 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 do, oh, do fuck this one up. Grock. Oh hell no!
1: Jester. <laughs> I have no idea. Actually, I would honestly say Renee because she isn't actually technically a wrestler.
2: True, but
1: who'd you write down?
2: Who did I write down? i kind of hinting at it a couple times. Um, they could also come, they could should be a group of four. They could come on to the podcast and talk wrestling, and they would also bullshit us with other things as well. Joe, Sal, Brian, and Murray, the Impractical Jokers. Ah. All right. Kat, what do you have for Joey? okay um i know i fucked this one up this oh <laughs> uh,
1: as you all try to look at my funko pops behind my head
0: yeah i know right
1: she is <laughs> i'll say this right now it's, it's nobody i have no funko pop of this purple one
2: I will say who I said. I said anybody from legacies except for a lark and Supergirl. <laughs> What's the name of that
0: chick you're trying to see in Chicago? Or uh... you got to guess it.
1: She can't tell you. I don't know her name. That's a problem. Are you talking? Oh. You're, you're talking about like you, the. So you're saying it's you want me? I'm thinking of either Kaylee Bryant, Daniel Rose Russell, um, Riley. You know what? You Actually, it's nobody from Supergirl. It's nobody from Legacies. To be perfectly honest.
0: Okay, George kittle Fuck no. <laughs> that was that would have been one of mine. But all right, who is it?
1: Um. So you were kind of right there, Kayla, when you said Supergirl, but it is in the Arrowverse. Um, Actually, be Steven Amell. Oh, I think
2: think, honestly that would be one hell of that
1: would be a good one. All right, because that that's one. I met the dude multiple times. Nicest dude ever. Two, he knows Cody Rhodes and is friends with Mm -hmm. Cody Rhodes. So technically, he's friends with Stardust. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) No, because Cody was actually on Arrow. I know. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. But technically, The Flash knows Bill Goldberg as well. Grant Gustin, play, uh, Goldberg was on The Flash. But, no, Stephen with the heels, the show Heels, I think it would just be, like, you know, one of the coolest things, because he could shit-talk wrestling, talk about wine, and then I could talk about the Arrowverse, and... All the bullshit that's happening behind the the scenes at the CW right now, holy shit! Because the second person was Ruby Rose. Because I want to talk to her about all that bullshit. Mm.
2: Cool. All right, all right, Jester. Who's a cat's non wrestling related person?
1: Hmm. George Kittle.
2: That's who I had for her too.
0: I couldn't think of any other ones. So, cat, who was your? I flopped back and forth between two because I one of the things I've been wanting to do was get a athlete on here who loves wrestling and everything. He was one of them. He was one of them that I flipped. Back. But my final one I decided on um, I actually just remembered about him the other day because he's been popping back up especially in Houston and everything. But um, a former Astros outfielder who loves Spider-Man and who's a diehard wrestling fan himself, Josh Reddick.
1: At least we got the athlete part, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, but it's like, I, I before like the spring training started and everything, I, uh, or earlier this year, because I even sent the DM to George Kill Cause I want him, I, I want like a diehard, wrestling fan who's I want one of these athletes on the show who's a diehard wrestling fan. So it's like him and Josh Reddick would be absolutely perfect because Josh actually was in town the other day and he threw out like the ball he threw out the first pitch for game one of the ALCS and he tore off the his jersey and everything and he had a Spider-Man shirt on and his Astros belt. So it's like this man loves his wrestling. Oh I do love y'all but yeah, it's like yeah, I, I I screwed up on
1: some of those lists. <laughs> well, I mean, I know why you thought legacies is because I do tweet a lot about that. I mean, that show is. I have been a Vampire Diaries fan since the books, so, and this, I'm I do everything I can to keep the show going, just so I can get my 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 end game that I want. You know, some somebody to die or, you know, have it how have it, but. Uh, I wouldn't think that I, anybody from that cast would be anywhere near wrestling compatible. <laughs> and when you said Supergirl, yes, Melissa Benoist would be on a list of somebody that I would absolutely 100% love to talk to, mm-hmm. but that's because like, I, you know, I want to talk to her about what she was through with her abuse and what she would, you know, how to help other women in that. That's, so that's no wrestling there. So it just came down as simple Stephen fucking Amell because one, I met the dude a couple of times, went to his, you know, my my best friend went to his knocking point wine parties. Apparently it's good wine. Don't know. Don't drink it. Right. But it's like, you know, I just finished watching heels and it's a good show. Honestly, 10 out of 10 honestly would recommend it because it gives you a background in the nitty gritty of like, you know, independent wrestling, right. Different territories. Um how families get torn apart because of it. You know, I kind of got, I've kind of felt like, you know, the two brothers at the end, spoiler alert. I'm going to spoil a little bit, but like, you know, the two brothers fighting at the end, like kind of reminded me of Owen and, um, oh my God, Brett, like their feud towards the end before Brett left for WCW. Right. So it's like you know, I, I kind of felt that you know the the Hardy boys fighting to or Edge and like you know any b- pair of brothers, you know I kind of felt like you know how it would feel to have your own brother, your own flesh and blood. So Heels is definitely a ten out of ten must check out. Can't wait for season two. I hope he can get Edge and Becky on the show like he wants because he really wants. He literally the Jimmy said because I want Edge and Becky. I'm like please, I would love to see Becky put you in this armor. Yes. <laughs> Sign me the fuck up for that. And uh so yeah, no. Um but the other the other celebrity that kind of popped into my head recently, Snoop Dogg, because I just saw his pictures on Twitter about him and the Mandalorian. Oh like you know, he'd be fun.
0: Didn't um someone brought this up and everything when Sasha came out at Crown Jewel with the cape and everything and the lights in the back, didn't it kind of have like a Mandalorian? Feel to it almost it, a, little
1: it, bit. It, a little bit did yeah it's a little bit yeah. I mean it's not she's it's not the character I wanted her to play the character I wanted her to play was actually would have actually been Sabine who has blue fucking hair so I was kind of <laughs> mad about that but you know it is what it is I wonder if they're ever gonna I mean I know it was like a one
0: time thing with her
1: um, they're doing a spinoff and she might be going on to it just briefly I wonder but if- but uh, just so you. J- the the thinking about it as much as possible uh remember this there are things called ndas and the mouse does have assassins this is true apparently there were snipers at the eternals premiere i i shit you not there were snipers at the eternals premiere the mouse don't fuck around y'all we thought vince was nutso disney a whole new fucking level very interesting
0: very very interesting Alright, so before we sign off on this one, uh, any uh, final thoughts or predictions for Halloween Havoc?
1: I'm just going to be interested to see like Chucky, and there's rumors that they're going to be putting Chucky into the uh, Entertainment <laughs> Hall of Fame for WWE. Already? Well, but Chucky's been a... No, he... That, the the doll has been like back way back did spoofs for the WWE during Child's Play oh. When it first came out. So it's it's kind of you know, interesting, so... Um, oh, okay. But uh, my prediction is that the person within the, is actually another woman, and it's Dakota Kai is the vignettes this time. Okay. Um, And anything else from me? No, but Trisha Dora, please, I, I would love to talk to you, you know, shoot the shit about entertainment, uh, movies, TV shows. Come back on. Yeah, said yeah, definitely. It's like
0: I think whenever you're done with football season and everything, I think that's when we'll probably like start getting really vamped up and getting all the guests back on here and getting everything because you and your Eagle schedule—it's hard to schedule shit.
1: Yeah, I know it's not going to happen until January, unfortunately. I mean, there's no playoffs, thank God. Um, there's there's no way in fucking hell the Eagles make the playoffs, so we're good on that. But yeah, no these. The games just kill me. Um, like the 405 games, but at least now I have an idea of how fucking exhausted I'm going to be on November 7th. So, yeah, that's not going to be a fun day. I mean, yeah. it will be fine because, you know, I get to sleep. I get my hour of sleep back because we do spring or we fall backwards that day. So, fall back is November 7th, ladies and gentlemen.
0: Thank I us. will remind
1: you next week as well turn your clocks back one hour in two weeks well actually 13 days in 13 days we we put our clocks back we get an hour of sleep back we lose an hour of sun which sucks ass but you know it is what it is seasonal depression yay uh but no um i'm hoping that we get some more holiday shows announced uh, especially in my area because I would love to go to a Raw now since Becky is on Raw and as much as I would love to see um, SmackDown superstars I'm sorry Sasha I'm going Raw I, I want to see Becky Becky her being back in the ring is the best thing I think that has happened to WWE this year no offense <laughs> Bianca I love you but <laughs> but Becky my girl and uh, you know I, I just can't wait to see who challenges her next. Yeah,
0: I mean, who knows? Maybe tomorrow, if I maybe tomorrow, if I feel better and I still find some cheap tickets, Steve and I might actually make it to Raw. But who knows? Kayla, any final thoughts or uh, predictions for Halloween Havoc?
2: Um, any final predictions? Um, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty hundred percent that M. SK is going to walk out as NXT tag team champions because I don't see Imperium getting them again
1: oh, and one other thing dear NXT fans leave MSK the fuck alone because you're going to have us coming after you and, yeah, Izzy's, Izzy, and Izzy's, Izzy's parents need to learn to shut the fuck up bringing up all that bullshit about them no dude you guys are fucking discussing fucking assholes I mean, shut the I'm- fuck up
2: Right, and I'm gonna be on no, you're good. I'm gonna be honest with you. MSK, since they have literally won the Dusty Roads Cups, they have showed they fucking deserve those titles. They've gone through everything you can think of. So more power to them. If, you know, let's say by chance they do come up shorthanded on Tuesday, then they had a long title run. But MSK, um, you're absolute one of my favorite tag teams right now up there with a new day the usos you know somebody you know look forward to their match so msk do me a favor go kick imperium's ass retain your title show them that you're on top of the nxt division and i'm going to agree with jolie um i do think it will be dakota kai as well so yeah um but chucky into the hall of fame or whatever what the hell (laughs) Somebody help us! Next thing you know, be Freddy Krueger and
1: Jason Voorhees. While we're at it, who knows? Well, um, no. The thing is that back in the day, when Child's Play was originally coming out, they had the doll do like vignettes. I, I think it was either WCW or WWF at the time. Okay, so this is actually kind of interesting. Like, because I, I just like I kind of remember that. I mean, that was a long ass time ago, but still. Yeah. Cat, any last
0: words? Uh i'm good um yeah let's um yeah just looking to see what happens next <laughs> all right well that's all we have for this episode of the queen's takeover thank you so much for joining us tune in next time as the takeover continues and go after.